Hi, and welcome to the latest episode of Pasha. My name is Nundobe Gumjali. And I'm Inas Kosala. Thanks for joining us. Our guest today is Dr. Dale Ray, Director of Sleep Science and Senior Researcher at the Faculty of Health Sciences at the University of Cape Town in South Africa. Dr. Ray's specialty is sleep. She starts by discussing why it's important to get a good night's sleep during a pandemic. So there are probably two very important reasons that we need to sleep right now. The first is for our immune system and the second is for our mental health. So I'll start with the second one. During something like a pandemic, we are all pretty anxious and concerned because there's a lot of things that we don't know, a lot of unknowns about will we get sick, what's going to happen to my job, what about financial security, etc. And when we get disturbed and concerned like this, these thoughts and emotions can infiltrate on our sleep and can actually um, disrupt our sleep on one hand. But more importantly, when we sleep is the time that we process our emotions and the new information and we give it context so that the next day we're better at dealing with, what's, with what is happening around us. So it's really important right now that we get a good night's sleep so that we can deal with the emotional burden that comes with a pandemic like this. The other reason that it's important to sleep right now is that sleep is critical for our immune system. During the daytime, the part of our immune system that is active protects us against inhaled, ingested or absorbed pathogens. When we sleep, our immune system switches roles. Basically, it gets busy making antibodies against the pathogens that we are exposed to. You can imagine the importance of that in this COVID pandemic. If a person gets exposed, we need to make sure our bodies have the best chance of creating the antibodies while we sleep. What are the best and healthiest ways for people who struggle to fall asleep to fall asleep? So one of the first things to do would be to make sure that you don't have an underlying illness, whether it's a mental illness or a physical illness, which is responsible for you struggling to fall asleep. If you can uh, say that those things are not present, then we need to look at behaviors um, that you do either at the end of the day or throughout the day, which can influence um, how easy or how difficult it is for you to fall asleep. So the things that we really promote are sleeping in sync with your body clock. So what that means is that if you are a night owl, so you um, prefer to sleep in in the mornings, go to bed late at night, you're not very hungry in the morning, Uh, you prefer to exercise later in the day, we'd say that you're a night owl. And if a night owl tries to go to bed too early, you will definitely struggle to fall asleep. So you need to figure out whether you're a night owl or a morning person and set your sleep-wake routine in sync with with that um, preference of yours for mornings or evenings. The next thing that you need to think about is you need to create a very strict routine. You need to do the same thing on most days of the week. Your body loves routine. It helps it anticipate what you're going to do. And so you can set a strong sleep-wake rhythm or routine by going to bed and waking up at more or less the same time on most days of the week, even on days where you don't go to work. And the rule is to try and keep this within a range of about one and a half hours. It's important to think about what you do during the daytime that may be keeping you alert at the end of the day. These things make it difficult to fall asleep. It could relate to caffeine or nicotine as both are stimulants. Too much of either in the latter part of the day may make it harder for you to fall asleep. These days, too much screen time is a big factor, especially because of the blue light coming off the screens, which make it much more difficult for us to fall asleep. So it's pretty important to have an hour or so before going to bed where you disengage from screens as much as possible. This will give your body the best possible chance of falling asleep. Many people have been having nightmares about the coronavirus and creepy crawlies since the start of the pandemic. Why is this? So when we sleep, we have different uh 
stages in our sleep. And one of these stages is something called rapid eye movement or REM sleep. And we think that during our REM sleep is when we do most of our dreaming. One of the reasons that REM sleep is really important is that it allows us to process and work through emotions and information that we might have um, taken on during the daytime. So right now, or at least in the beginning of the COVID-19 pandemic, there was a lot of uncertainties around the disease and um, from both a health and from a financial perspective. And without proper discussion and thought about the disease and what it might mean, and as we've got, we basically had information overload when it came to the virus. If we didn't process that sufficiently in the daytime, believe you me, that gets processed at nighttime in your dream time. And that is why these dreams and nightmares became so vivid and um, quite odd, actually, quite bizarre. A lot of people would repeat the uh, report having dreams that were a little bit like um, the apocalypse type thing. It's the body's way of processing new information and making sense of it so you can deal with it emotionally the next day. It's actually not a terrible thing to be having these dreams. It's a sign that you're processing. But if they are at the level of a nightmare, Dr. Ray suggests chatting to someone about what you're feeling about the pandemic. There are probably some emotions and feelings that need to be dealt with on a deeper level if the virus is turning into nightmares. Is there a way to make these weird dreams seem less frequent or stop altogether? So over time, as you get used to the existence of the virus and as you start to talk about it more during the daytime and think about it and give it airtime essentially, these dreams, these weird dreams really ought to quieten down on their own. If, however, you find that these dreams are persisting and they're very disturbing in nature, you can try speaking more about what's happening inside your head in terms of what's happening in these dreams to somebody who you trust to see if by just getting it out in the open you're able to help um, speed up the processing of this new and weird information. If, however, these dreams persist and you and they start to move more towards nightmares, I would definitely consider speaking to a professional counsellor of some sort so that you can work through the issues that are causing these dreams to be so disturbing for you. Are there lessons that can be learned from the lockdown and the coronavirus that are sleep-related? I think that one of the lessons we've learned from this coronavirus, and it's really thanks to the fact that we've been in lockdown and really limited in terms of um, being able to socialise and go out, is that our sleep can be affected. It can be affected negatively. As we've mentioned, some people experience strange dreams. Some people experience insomnia, which is related to the anxiety linked to the disease. But there are also some very positive changes. I think that with this lockdown lifestyle, people have been forced to slow down and having less rushing to do during the daytime has allowed them to allocate more time to sleep. And if you're one of those people that noticed in the beginning of lockdown that you did a lot more sleep than you did prior to lockdown, it would definitely indicate that what you were doing previously was leaving you with sufficient sleep debt. And I would strongly urge you to consider post-lockdown, what can you do in your everyday life to make sure that you allow yourself the sufficient opportunity for sleep, as it certainly helps you be on your A game. In lockdown, people have also noticed that their sleep patterns have shifted. A lot of people are going to bed later and waking up later. That's a really good thing if you're on the night owl side of the spectrum. Dr. Ray encourages this post-lockdown if it's possible. Because if you're a true night owl, going to bed later and waking up later is a healthy sleep pattern. 
It seems that the coronavirus has affected people's sleep as well, but it's important to try and get a good night's sleep as often as possible. Thank you for tuning into this episode of Pasha, produced by Uzayat Patel. For me, Nondobe Gomjali. And me, Ines Kosana. Goodbye for now.